This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A bad businessman. A shady elevator. Peach Pit? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, the podcast going through every single episode of 80s horror anthology miracle, Tales from the Dark Side. It is a miracle. It is a miracle. How did this go as long as it did? I am uh, your pal, Jen Hansen. With me are my two best Matts in the whole world, Matt Rose and Matt Noss. I'm Matt Noss. I'm Matt Rose. I'm morally safer. All this and Andy Rooney on 60 Minutes. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Which I would have rather watched than this episode. Oh, this was. Uh, this I would was have. A... I would have much rather watched the Shinning, but yeah, <laughs> we don't get our choice. Sixty minutes was on the table, not the Simpsons. <laughs> well, no, it just reminded me of when Homer um, says, "Here's Johnny," and there's no one in the room. Yeah, and then he goes, oh, yeah, "It's David goes... Letterman," and then yeah, well, that's what he does. As is customary on our show, we um, we will try to predict what the episode is about, what this week's episode is about, based on title alone. And we want to thank the U.S. government for their medal for bravery. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy is the head that wears the crown that we made ourselves. Uh, this the week- mantle was yeah. cast down. <laughs> Move over, Winter Olympics. <laughs> Move over, shitty improv game <laughs> that we've co-opted. Um, so this episode uh, is entitled Red Leader. Red Leader. Red Leader. Uh, gentlemen. I'm cutting all of those off. No, keep it. Keep it all. It's gold. Uh, who, who would like to go first in describing what they thought Red Leader would be about. Matt's going to go. I can, oh, see, Matt's, him, I Matt's can see him warming up. Red Leader. Planes, planes, planes. When fighter pilot Jack Galloway crash lands on an island, he slowly loses himself to the inhabitants. He loses himself? Yep. Is well, I'll allow it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, um, I, I didn't put Jack Galloway's? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Plural. All right. Red Leader. Porkins. A pilot who hopes to one day open a deli accepts one last job with the rebellion to pay for his dream and Star Wars. Nice. Mine is Red Leader. It's the shittiest knockoff of all of the battle scenes from Empire Strikes Back, and everyone's invited, even a werewolf. <laughs> I'm glad the werewolf. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, none of those were <laughs> correct. Uh, Jen. Save us with the sweet deeds. Here we go. Gentlemen, this episode is season three, episode 16. It aired February 15th, 1987. Here is the description from IMDb. A corrupt businessman is offered a top position in hell by the devil. That is an accurate asked and answer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This episode was uh, directed by John Harrison. As John Sutherland, uh, so he's either changed his name or knew this was a turd and <laughs> tried to cover his tracks. Uh, turd tracks. Turd tracks. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> step, 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 step. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> my, my new shoes. shoes. <laughs> I duped <a> Bruno Magley. <laughs> Uh, these hush puppies aren't good anymore <laughs> garbage can oh. Ellen DeGeneres what are you doing here I'm hush puppies did I, did I ever tell you about when I was a kid and I loved the hush puppy it was a big basset hound mm-hmm. right oh yeah and my family um, and I would vacation in Manistee Michigan uh, during the what's it? I said braggart. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if you ever been a man? <laughs> no, it's not something you brag about. Um, 
and they had uh, a hush puppy there, like where you could buy the the shoes, right? And I always wanted to go in because I thought like, oh man, maybe the hush puppy's there. And we go in, <laughs> and my family was like, Matt, guess who's here? <gasps> and I was like, who? Who? The hush puppy. And a guy came out <laughs> in the like big hush puppy suit, and he's like, do 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 do, walking around. And then they turned around, and I was gone. And they looked, and all they saw was feet going under one of the end caps. <laughs> I I freaked out, and I was terrified of this thing. And yeah. I crawled under, and I was hiding from it. Oh, sweet baby Matt. I think that that is hilarious. Well, that dog is too big. I was at Lakeside Mall, and there was a. And I was maybe four or five. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was I was like twenty nine when this <laughs> happened, <laughs> and I I might have been older, but like I'm a young kid, mm-hmm. below ten, one hundred percent. And they were having a Marvel superheroes thing, and there was kids everywhere. And I just remember being on the top level, looking down. And the Incredible Hulk showed up and he jumps on stage and it's just like the fittest guy that they could paint in green. Yeah. And he's like, Rah! and I was like, oh, it's real. And I just <laughs> called my face off. I was so scared and so terrified. I just inconsolable. My yeah. mom got me out of there so fast. She's like, I've got you, Maddie. And I was like, Hulk and my brother becomes the incredible Hulk. Just wrecked. And your mom your mom thought that this was like something that you'd like. We were just right? Yeah, we were there that day and I remember going to, there was a children's store that had like a circle. Children's yeah, yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, like you could climb in it. My mom used to work there. I loved that thing. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Huh. And uh, uh, that was there at Lakeside. And it was like super exciting that we were there. Mm-hmm. And then this Incredible Hulk showed up and I was not having it. Do you remember at Lakeside? We're going to get to the episode in a minute. We, yeah, eventually. Um, do you remember at Lakeside before they put in like the giant food you could climb on and stuff? Yeah. There was just like the steps. It was yep. like a little area yep, that yep, would be yep, like yep, a fashion yep. show. And I do. just as a kid, you would just roll down the steps <laughs> and just run around there. There was nothing there. You, were, but you, you just were, sort of you made were the your one own of the fun. kids that rolled down the steps. Oh yeah, absolutely. I oh I was never allowed to play. So <laughs> oh no. So I mean, I just kind of watched the other kids play. I wish that was a joke. It's oh not. buddy. Well, next time we we're near some steps, I'll, I'll let you take a roll. roll. All right. Hey, Jen. continuing with some sweet deeds. Them sweet deeds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this was directed by John Harrison. He began his career directing rock videos. He was uh, first AD for George Romero uh, uh, for. Which movie? Night of the Living Dead for Creepshow. He wrote and directed multiple episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. He helmed Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Oh, no way. Yeah, which won Harrison the Grand Grand Prix du Festival at uh, Avoraz, France. Probably not saying that that correctly. Harrison co-wrote the animated feature Dinosaur for Disney. Uh, He wrote the adaptation of Clive Barker's fantasy novel Aberat. Um, if I'm saying that wrong, Amanda will tell me. Um, <laughs> he reunited with George Romero to produce Diary of the Dead. Uh, yeah, well, um, he wrote, directed, and aired a 20 episode micro series on TNT in 2008. Um, what was the micro series? It was called Blank Slate. Um, also he did the, um, a six hour miniseries of, uh, Frank Herbert's Dune. Oh, no way. Yeah. The, the one on Sci-Fi Channel? Yep. yep. Oh, I, I, I definitely watched I liked that. that one. Yeah. 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 And subsequently did, uh, Children of Dune, um, huh. uh, Crazy. which had the two, the next two novels, uh, which he wrote and co-produced, uh, won an Emmy for the Sci-Fi Channel. Wow. Uh, he also plays the DX7 Chroma, Korg T3, Prophet, and Yamaha Motif 6 keyboards, which he has used to create scores for George A. Romero's Creep Show and Day of the Dead. No and way. And his own Tales from the Dark Side movie soundtracks. Yeah. Holy crap. 
I know exactly what the day of the like whenever I hear a particular type yeah. of synthesizer, I think oh, of the day DX of the seven was the eighty synth yeah. synth. It was so overused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh this episode was written by uh Edith Svensson. Uh, our Edith, beloved, our beloved Edith. wonderful Edith. Uh, Joey Tata starred as Alex Hayes. Uh, Joey Tata has been in a lot of television, but I know him best for being Nat, uh, the owner and uh, operator of the Peach Pit, Beverly Hills 90210. Nat, Wasn't that where Zach and Kelly and no, Screech God, are? Oh, sorry. Bless no, that, it. That was the max. I'm sorry. <sighs> that show was terrible. Um... It wasn't nine hundred two one zero. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I, I just, I remembered that that's what we were watching on Friday. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, that God, I blanked out a lot. Yeah. Um, Carmine Caridi uh, played Jake Kane. Uh, he was Carmine Rosado in Godfather Two. Oh my God. Brad Shirk in the Money Pit. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, uh, and he was uh, Detective Vince Gutelli for years on NYPD Blue. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, this guy, the guy playing Jake Kane, uh, Carmen Caridi, was named a person of interest by the FBI looking into illegal copies of a re- of recently released films appearing on the internet. Um, various studios traced internet copies of these films to Caridi, a member of the Academy who was supposed to use them for Oscar screening purposes. Oh, um, wow. He yeah. was a member of the Academy. He was. So this, uh, this other guy was arrested at his home in Illinois. Uh, where agents discovered hundreds of Academy screeners, many of them Caridi's, uh, for recent and current movies in search of his residence. Caridi denied receiving any money for the screeners and thought that Sprague was a film buff and had no knowledge uh, that the tapes had been duplicated. He became... uh, uh, to date, Caridi shares the dubious distinction with Harvey Weinstein of being the only members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to have had their membership revoked. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, he was also uh, Francis Ford Coppola's first choice to play Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I can't imagine it. Uh, yeah, that would have been a much different movie. Yeah. Um, Brioni Farrell uh, played Amanda Kane. She's a character actress in a ton of stuff in the 80s. Peter Bromelo pay- played uh, Red Leader. Uh, he was in a ton of stuff as well. He was also... Uh, was he one was, of them Empire Strikes Back or it, Star Wars? It was not. Oh. Uh, but he was the judge in Breakin'. Oh, my God. And he was uh, in Cheech and Chong's next movie. Oh he played... I don't the know gay can, motorcyclist. I don't know if you could see Matt's reaction. He literally face palmed when you oh, said yeah. the judge. In oh Breakin. yeah. Oh well, I've seen Breaking so many times. So many times. And yeah. I know exactly the scene yep. now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph- boogaloo shrimp. Uh, <laughs> can I speak to a boogaloo shrimp, please? <laughs> Joseph Della Sorte uh, played the Minion. He's a character actor on TV. He was also in Godfather 2 as Michael's Button Man. Huh. Yeah. This man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Oh, but there is. Unseen by most. An underworld. Oh, it's it's a place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. It's a dark side. It's a dark side. It's a dark side, yeah. The door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> and it's city, 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 city. city. Construction noises. Taxi. Tsunami. Dinosaur. Godzilla. Oh no! Come back. Pew 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 pew. Laser fight. Cityscapes. It's a busy town. It's a busy town. And then we go inside and we get business, 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 business. Oh, this is business speak. This is the epitome of business, business, business. Yeah. So Peach yeah. Pit is talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and my dude. he No, was he talking on uh, like a landline or was he talking on a cell phone? I, I think he was talking on like one of those brick cell phones, mm. wasn't he? Because that showed that he was like a high roller. Maybe. He, well, like... They got the biggest cardboard box they could find <laughs> and put an antenna on it. <laughs> he is like, 
yeah, the Gustafson account is coming up big for us, and we're going to create some major headwinds. And So what if we have to get rid of a bunch of old ladies? We're talking profit here. We got to get rid of those ladies to make room for the future. I'm a bad man businessman. <laughs> me, emotions, zero. Let me just establish I'm a real piece of shit. Yeah, I duked in her Bruno Magley. <laughs> So what? Hey, is that a pigeon I hear? Kill it. <laughs> Rats, I eat them. And then I throw them up into a pigeon's mouth. And then I make old people eat it. <laughs> because it's the only thing they can afford. Suck my dick. <laughs> Without your dentures. <laughs> so it's firmly established he's a he's creep. not a nice very guy. E- yeah, very early on. Piece of shit. And so uh, it's no. Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm, no. Go ahead, Maddie. Oh, I was just. I was just gonna bring up that once he hangs up, the fastest elevator doors I have ever seen go. Oh, this thing boosh! is bizarre. All right, and then so it is part the doors on Star Trek. Yep. Part the the because it's like a warehouse elevator. That is operated by a beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> because it, this elevator is a freight elevator. Was it? I don't know. It looked kind of fancy to be a freight elevator. But the way that it opened and closed like had, and the sounds that it made were straight freight elevator. But, yeah, but it wasn't a real elevator, right? I mean, a freight elevator wouldn't open into such a fancy office, though, Matt. That was that was some kind of private fancy person elevator. But it was underground. It was at ground level. See, that was the thing I didn't realize. That's a good point. Was he at ground level? He had to be because they were digging through the ground. Well, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything though, because that may hell mean- doesn't pay attention to floors. Okay, wait a second. If this was. If this was in an office building and he was on like the 40th You're floor and he was digging and, and they broke through the floor, that it would raise some eyebrows. It would raise my eyebrow. I know hell is mystical and, and whatever else, but that's but, that's that's beyond what, the pale. But you're telling me that a high roller like him is on the first floor? No, or he's the in basement. The it was his no, it's his like secret bunker. No, he's got another office. No, it's like his his like secret like. Then how did pad. then how did she know where it was? Because she said something. She said something about it. She was like, "Oh yeah, but, uh, Jake or, 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 or the fat man, man. or whatever." <laughs> Whoever I just started to get the fat man out. <laughs> Told me about this place, or it's like just like you guys left it, or something like that. Um, oh, so this yeah. is their, uh, their this is their love nest, their default bunker. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is where they have marzipan joy choice. <laughs> Meet iodine. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they duke in their maglies. <laughs> I don't know why they wreck you. It's so a- look, life's hard on the surface. Sometimes you got to just have a place where rich men can do whatever they want. <laughs> And you expensive Italian loafers. Look, sometimes to get ahead in business, you got to ruin a few shoes. Look, I go to the business college, and I give them the shoes, and I don't tell them what happened. Excuse me, which way is the business college? <laughs> I'm looking for business university. Yeah, DeVry. <laughs> Holy shit. This door opens with a whoosh. Yes. And we get Lady Blade Runner. I see. I oh. was going to say Mia Sara from the end of Legend, but. Yeah, they, yeah. okay. I will accept both of them. This. Uh... <laughs> Lady Blade Runner, though. I like that. She is wearing. Both were Ridley Scott movies, by the way. I just pointed that out. Nice. Done us. She's wearing a black dress. She's got those sexy 80s heels on. She's I femme thought, fatale. I thought she was a very nice looking woman. She was. She was very, uh, very nice. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And then she is wearing a hat. With uh, a veil that straight up covers three quarters of her face. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I don't understand what that hat was supposed to be. A visor? It was like she put like a, a black training bra on her head as a hat. <laughs> Just lace cups in yeah. front of her face. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what the props department did. <laughs> 
they were like, hey, uh, are you sure you need a hat when you said the lady has a hat? We don't have a hat. Well, what do we have? We've got brassiers. Can you form one in the fashion of a hat? Yeah, we could just sort of push. It'll just look like there's a black ladybug sitting on her face. Will that work? Can you make the wings go over her eyes? Yes. Done. Hey, I'm pretty good at this. Hey, hey, you know when mom said we were real pieces of shit? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You mean this morning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we left for work. Well, now we're on the top rated show named Tales from the Dark Side. That's true. Irrefutable. Yeah. I we sure made a door. Another, I sure hope another show with the word Tales in it doesn't. Doesn't <laughs> usurp our, our amazing practical effects? I mean. If they were on pay cable, that'd be a real bane oh, of our existence. hang on, I gotta close the door again and make the sound. <laughs> wonk, wonk, wonk. <laughs> Is he strangling a goose? Wonk. <laughs> hey, make that sound that we make for the elevator. You know, wonk. Perfect. I've never seen an elevator up close and in person, honestly. Is that what an elevator says? You know what? I only come here. I go straight back home after work's done. I've never been anywhere. Yeah, I like to stay on level ground. I get terrible vertigo. Level ground? Yeah, I need to be I need to be at sea level at all times. I get in elevators and I hit G. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this woman comes out guns a-blazing. And Peach Pit, at first, I think, like, they had a thing. Because okay. the way that she walks up to him and the way that he touches her is kind of gross for him to be touching her mm-hmm. when they're not an item. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But it it also, by the way they're talking later, you find out that she was married to the partner. Yes. Jake. And Jake uh, and Jake is now passed on, shuffled recently, from the, recently passed, shuffled Very off of this mortal passed. coil. Hence the veil. Yeah. So she. This is not a, a Blade Runner outfit. This is no. a morning outfit. Yes. And um, she's like, oh, some of the business, business, business is repossess the car and close uh, her accounts. Close her account. Yeah, so the partner is dead, and they are. He is. At Peach Pit is fucking this widow over. Big yeah, time, definitely. She comes in. She's like, "I'm out of money. I'm out of everything. I'm desperate." And and then Peach Pit's like, "You're extra fucked because you don't have any stock left." It's like, what do you mean? Yeah, he's cut her out of the board. He got rid of like all the board members. And he tells this story about how, uh, what's the guy's name? Jake? Jake. 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 Um, that, that Jake loved horses. Uh, he, he, he lost a Maybe bunch of money. he loved horses too much. So either he lost money betting on horses or he had a problem with fucking horses. Right. So Peach Pit, his name is Alex, right? Or is sure. His name one? is Alex, yes. His name or is Alec. Alec. It's Alec. Alec. Alex should know more than anything that if it ain't written down, it never happened. Mm-hmm. So at no point does Alex say, here's your husband signing everything over. But this lady is so distraught, she's like, how could you? Yeah, he well, had to pay off his debt, his $100,000. And so he gave him, he traded his partner millions of stock uh, millions of dollars worth of stock for a hundred thousand dollars in collateral yes. for for the hundred, and then died before he could repay it. So this is around the time that she says, "Can you turn that off?" Right, and oh, then that he was walks so funny. over. He walks over and he hits stop or whatever on a VCR, and the construction noises stop. He like, just likes listening to those noises. It means progress. Well, he says the famous line. From Apocalypse Now, but modifies it for yeah. his own stupid. I love the sound of construction in the morning. It sound or it smells like money, something like I that. Think it, I, I think it smells like money. To be fair, I listen to a lot of white noise at work. 
and like I sort of like sometimes I'll get sick of. Does like, that mean your coworkers, or does it mean you listen to actual white noise? Oh no, I listen to actual white noise. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and so you know sometimes it's you know airplane sound, and sometimes it's the other day I was listening to uh, like train sounds, um, and then I got mad because I thought, wait a minute, I think this is just a photocopier. Like, I think it's just the sound of a photocopier, but they're pretending it's trains. So anyway, the, the point is that I could see myself listening to construction sounds at work just okay. to drown it out. I get it. Okay. It's kind of like... It's the, not acceptable. Don't let me, me do this. It's the metronome in seven. Yeah. Is that, to, is that to drown out the mambo number five? Yes, that's, okay. that is correct. All right. And the Axe body spray being pumped through <sighs> the, the vents. It's a real Studio 54. Yeah, it's a real, yeah. It's a real hedonism. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody has to do a tug job before yeah. they leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's my exit interview. <laughs> a little bit of Monica on my wrist. <laughs> All right. uh, Wait, why okay. Were, why were you jerking Monica off? Oh, that's how I, <laughs> I grab the clit and then I just whack it. You should <laughs> absolutely stop doing that. <laughs> what do you mean? When- no complaints. Oh, the, <laughs> do they ever come back? Do they ever get up from being doubled over this in pain? This bit doesn't work. Everybody knows I'm married. I, know. I, uh, bro- I broke the bit oh, by falling in love and having a real bit. relationship. Oh, that's all right. So she she storms off because he no. is... Oh, no, I'm just kidding. She, she does not storm off. Well, no, because um, they they go back and forth a little bit. And she, it almost seems like she comes on to him a little bit once yes. she yes. realizes yes. that he has her over a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I well, wrote, if I'm going to get fucked, yeah. I will Let's not get some money I wrote, Let's get some peach pit. She's willing to take a drilling. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, can you I'm turn not off, pr- I'm not proud of that. Can you turn part. off the sound of the pneumatic drill and then drill me? And then turn on the sound of that dick going... <laughs> Jizz. <laughs> um, and, and she's, she's like, like, "No, bro, Alec, Peach Pit, you gotta help me." And he's like, "I could probably loan you a couple." Oh yeah, he like takes out his wallet, like he's gonna give her a twenty. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "You know what? On second thought, eat shit." And then she angry elevates her way out of there, and that is once the elevator door closes. I don't know. He probably laughs to himself or mm-hmm. something. And then the office starts to shake. And that's when the floor opens up and we see a jackhammer. End of act. It is the end of the act. But boy, oh boy, did they fill time. Yeah. With the, they were like, <laughs> how many minutes we got to fill? 22. What are we at right now? Five. Can we have a... Uh, it's just really hard to break through the floor with this jackhammer. You mean this paper mache floor? Yeah, it's just taking a long time because the paper mache is also the jackhammer. <laughs> it. We're just trying to do it right. I get it. Your mom calls you dummies, right? Yeah, but uh, you know, we we just we want to be authentic. We can't, you know, for film, you gotta you gotta be so committed. This is tape. We can re-record over this anytime. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the thing about art is, like, people are going to see the <laughs> angles. Yep. When Joan Didion <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We I was watching a Maplethorpe, and this guy was just, he just had this big wang, and I thought, what about a paper mache thing breaking through something? And then I thought I better do it at a regular time. Anyway, my <laughs> nose is bleeding. Gotta go. And we got to go. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. We ordered pecan and they gave us boysenberry. That was that was Nat making the wrong pie for Kelly on 90210. <laughs> it was played with the most dramatic music. Wow, that was really... <laughs> yeah, that's not the only spot. Hang on. Anna and Walter are young, single, and in love. They've got good jobs. 
fabulous futures, a magnificent new home that they bought for a song. Who says they can't have it all? It's gonna be fun fixing it up, you'll see. Some work. Five grand, five thousand dollars? Just a deposit. A little work. When you think you can start? Just as soon as your check clears. A little care. Do you really buy this house? Yes, it is. <laughs> a little imagination, and it's gonna be great. Oh, no! Money Pit. If they've got what it takes, it's going to take everything they've got. Coming this Christmas from Universal Pictures. We're back. What? If they've got what it takes, it's going to take, take everything, everything they've, they've got. got. What? The Money Pit is one of my favorite movies. It's a fantastic yeah, you, movie. You love that movie. I it, adore that movie. It is a family classic. Yes. My mom and I... She will call me, and I will go, and I gave our last ten thousand, our last borrowed ten thousand dollars <laughs> to the shirks. Well, why'd you do that? Because they take it. <laughs> Fielding you duck fart has been said hundreds of times. I haven't the, seen it in a million years. Oh, I'd help you with that, but somebody stepped on all my fingers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love seeing uh, the the raccoon being just thrown on Shelly Long <laughs> that comes out of the dumbwaiter. So just amazing. obviously two hands just like placing a raccoon <laughs> on Harvey Firestein in this movie, one of my favorites. He he's in a band called The Cheap Girls. Yes. <laughs> and they want to change the name to Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> and he go and Tom Hanks is like yeah, no. You're building a you're building a basis. The cheap girls, we think she'd be flattered. I think she's gonna sue. <laughs> uh, we there were a lot of Tom Hanks movies in heavy rotation in our house. This was one of them, uh, but even more so than this uh, was Splash and um, the Man with One Red Shoe. shoe? The Man mm. with One Red Shoe. I've seen. At least 10 times, and to this moment, I can tell you nothing about that film. Oh, that that's one that we can like quote lines to. But Splash, John Candy is such a delight in he that really film. He really is. He's yeah. great in that movie. When he, his first words in it is, they published it. Yeah. <laughs> they did it by articles in Penthouse. Penthouse. A lesbian <laughs> no more. <laughs> Uh, and then Eugene Levy in the tank. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, the moron twins? The We're mor- not twins. <laughs> Is it Hanks or Eugene Levy who goes, I am not a merman? Oh. <laughs> I think it's Eugene, Eugene, Levy. Eugene, Levy. Yeah. Eugene Levy. I think it's Eugene Levy, yeah. Oh, God, that movie's so great. It is. And, uh, um, oh, God, uh, uh, what's his face as the uh, the guard at Alcatraz? Uh, um... I don't remember that part. The, uh, 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 Phil Hartman? Yes, what? Phil Hartman. Thank you. It's Phil Hartman. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Was it Alcatraz or was it uh, New York City? It was, was it, it one Alice? of the. It was I thought in, it was Alice Island. No, 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 because it was. They were talking about what happened at the in the prison. It's like you know, not all the guards will tell you this part, but uh, oh he talked God, about somebody it's a had. Naked woman. Yeah, somebody had a, a bitch. Uh, this prisoner had a bitch. Oh, I and thought this that guy... was a story married an ex murderer. Because that was in San Francisco. Yeah, I thought Splash was in New York. Yeah, Splash oh, God, was I'm in New York. I'm mixing up my movies. I thought that was in Splash. Oh, cut this out. I'm so embarrassed. No, we're leaving it in. Mm. Well, you never know with me. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, willing to take a drill in earlier. Yeah, so. I know, but this is more. All of that is staying. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. gold, Maddie. Yeah, Matt was, Matt was talking about duking in some Bruno cheese. This is out of the three things that's still the most embarrassing. Duking in some Bruno cheese. Yeah. Right? 
Yes. In oh. Splash, they're in New York City. She is at the island, and he says, bocce balls. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, now, all of a sudden, waka waka. <laughs> Here comes the wackiest guy from a hole in the floor. Oh. You hear cries. You hear screams. And then you see Jake crawl up out of the ground, walk out, walk straight to the bar and pour himself a drink. He he cracks a bud why uh, not a Miller Lite or mm-hmm. a Miller just a straight Miller the champagne of beers and slams that thing because hell is hot it so is. so Peach Pit is watching as a portal to hell has been opened in his default bunker <laughs> his dead partner comes out of out of the floor and his reaction is huh nothing phases <laughs> Joey Tata. No. no I mean, really. he made the wrong pie and he didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, this but this guy is back from hell. His partner is back from hell to get some files. Yeah, right. See, he for has Satan? aims. He has aim. Well, no, it's not for Satan. It's he has aims to become a minion. Minions are apparently not just the unwashed masses in hell. They're people who take orders directly from the big guy himself. Yeah. And he wants to make his case that he's worthy of being a minion. He's the Jake Kane, you guys. But he's a big deal. How did he get to hell then? If the guy knows everything about him, why does he need these files? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of holes here. Believe you me, I am already there. Yeah. And also that <laughs> all it took was a pneumatic drill to open a portal to Earth? Yeah. Yeah, be careful with those potholes, boys. <laughs> the, that's why I said waka waka, because the first act of this, although not great, isn't in <laughs> tongue-in-cheek territory. Yeah. No. But this is exactly where it opens up, and it's like, this one's going to give you some chuckles with your scares. <laughs> And by scares, I mean, you'll no. be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by you'll be fine, I mean, you'll be very angry by the end of this because <laughs> this episode's terrible. Yeah. So they argue, they argue about whether or not he can, the partner can take the files. Jake Kane can take the files back to hell because Peach Pit doesn't want to be, it, it could incriminate him somehow. Right. Again, he's taking files. To hell. Yeah, and and so Alex is arguing with him, like, no, 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 no. Like, I I, I don't plan on going to hell. I, I'm going to repent when I'm older. I, that's what old rich people do. They do good things, and then they get to go to heaven. It was still, like, the whole, like, we are we are almost to act two, and this Very episode is almost two. entirely business 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 yeah there was uh, they're well, arguing so, over the glengarry leads for <laughs> totally. an entire act yep. absolutely yeah. yeah and the second act in this episode is really short yes it was like we we looked at each other while we were watching and we were like wait is that an act break yeah and it was yeah <laughs> there is so nothing they, to this yeah, episode yeah it's it's them it's him crawling out of the hole in the ground them arguing, um, him saying, like, I need those files to prove that I'm worthy of the devil. Um, and then, you know, a little more business, business, business arguing. And then he walks <laughs> like a chump. He walks over close to the hole and then some arms grab his feet and fucking act break. Yes. Right, right before then, uh, he tried to shoot him. Also, yeah, 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 yeah. With <laughs> and then, yeah, and they pull him back down to hell. Because I see this gun, and I go, "Is that a Luger?" And you go, "I said the same thing." And Matt goes, no. "It's a Walther PPK." Well, I mean, it it, it doesn't matter. Um, well, you were able to identify a gun from a distance. Yeah, so you win. From a distance, that gun looked like a luger to, to us, but it was, was a Walther, Walther PPK. Oh God, when are we taking this show? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna do three nights at Harrods. 
Uh, and that's the act, act break. break. That's the act break. Yeah. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Breaking through the floor reminded me a lot of Kool Aid Man. It was a real "Hey Kool Aid" yeah. moment, but I'd never seen that commercial before. No, because I've never seen Kool Aid Man bust into song. I've never seen Kool Aid Man at a disco. Everybody thinks that I'm the fucking best. Oh yeah, eat a cool dick. <laughs> That's what I call my Kool Aid dick. Chugga 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 chugga. I'm a Wang. Hello, <laughs> it's Kool Aid sauce. You know what? Actually, guys, it turns out you were right and I was wrong. That was a Luger, not a Wall 3 PPK. What? We thought it was, was a Luger, Luger but, but then, then we were corrected, <laughs> but, but we, we were, were right all along. I, I, I wasn't 100% sure. Like, I saw it, and that's immediately what I thought. And then when you guys said Luger, I was like, shit, that does sound right. So I went and I looked it up. How were we able to identify break. a Luger? Band of Brothers. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I I was wrong. You guys Thank were right. Thank you. Thanks, man. At this point in the episode, I write, is this office built on hell? Yeah. Because I've played Doom in my lifetime. <laughs> And Doom builds a portal to hell, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, all the the well, they go to Mars, right? They and go to they, Mars, and they they're doing research or whatever for an energy they, source. Yeah, and then they open up a portal to hell because hell energy is like that's real, some good shit, real powerful. Like these lights powered by hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, uh, now Peach Pit is debating with the minion. Who's come to take Jay Kane back to hell? He, he came up and he straight up punched him. Yeah, that was pretty satisfying. <laughs> but let us talk about how the movie Minions straight up jacked. <laughs> this guy is wearing overalls. Yeah. yeah. And he has the goggles on his yeah. head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think so either. What if all uh, Minions isn't a Pixar film? Right? No, no, it's, no, it's uh, a DreamWorks. French, it's a French company. I forget what yes. the name oh, of the okay. company It's the is. same one that does Life of Dogs mm-hmm. and Boss Baby. <laughs> no, I don't think they did Boss Baby. It's, it was, it's the one that DreamWorks does Dog Hat and, uh, <laughs> and the Happy Shoe. Dog and, Hat, yeah. the Happy Shoe, and, and Gnomes and, on Parade. And best Friend from... <laughs> best Friend from Heaven. <laughs> I get you with oh, gnomes God. on parade. Gnomes on parade. Oh God, that just sounds like the worst, <laughs> the worst oh, Rage Against no. the Machine song. Yeah. Gnomes <laughs> on parade. <laughs> oh, that was, that is what they would be doing during the trailer <laughs> is playing gnomes on tra- parade. They go to Zach De La Roca and they're like, "Why did you license this song to them?" I like gnomes. Who <laughs> <laughs> win it now? <laughs> <laughs> we aren't ever going to make it to this bubblegum forest. <laughs> oh, no, Gnome's on Parade. Uh, so the microphone explodes. Bow, wow, bow, wow. Quit it now. Quit it, quit it, quit it. Quit it. Qu- just, just quit it, please. Quit it now. Quit it now. Harry Potter missed its chance. Oh, oh! Rewind all those movies. Get that back in there. Is that how movies work now? Quit it now. Oh. All right. So then, I don't know. There, some guys are fighting about something. All right. On TV. Alex and Jake. Well, no, this is this is where I think Alex starts making the case that he's actually a pretty swell guy. Peach, oh no, he's yeah. making he's making the case that Jake is a swell guy. Yeah, Peach Pit is trying to make sure that, that Jake does not become a minion. Yeah. 
Right. Again, how unfazed Peach Pit is about this whole thing yeah. is disconcerting. Yeah, like if, if we were recording this podcast in a portal to hell opened up over there i'm not gonna and lie one I would, of our I would, relatives or close friends that is passed on yeah. got out of the pit i would, I would be like i would beat them to death with this microphone stand well first and foremost some of us would be like it's real yeah <laughs> <laughs> then the second part of us would be like oh no oh no oh no <laughs> well, get those jesus prayers yeah. out. <laughs> Where's my chick track? <laughs> it has instructions for handling this situation. Oh, God. Oh God. I need oh, to read boo, boo really I quick. Need, need boo really quick. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, no. They were... They were... This is about the one that girl that got sucked away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you, Dr. Zayas. Okay. Is this office building a gateway to hell? I don't know that it's, I don't think think they thought that far ahead. I don't think it's specific. I think it's, no, because when Red Leader, why is he even called Red Leader? Who cares? Because they don't want to call him the devil, I guess. How clever. When when it unfortunately dawned on me that the episode was called Red Leader because he's the devil. Yeah. I groaned. I think at that point I dropped my pen. uh, I I think you threw it. I mean, granted, you did that for the past two episodes, yeah. but <laughs> guys, I beefed. <laughs> We're going to own it. We're going to own that pepperoni pizza. And we're going to come back. Hot farts, dude. <laughs> I, I, let's just get to Red Leader popping out of this floor. <laughs> so, so I don't think this is built on on hell because Red Leader said he basically set up the devil yeah. set up his old partner just so he uh he put the faulty girder there. Well wait, no, 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 no. That wasn't what it was. He was the one who was intended for that girder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. That he set up his partner um to come back like the the setup was was to come back for an introduction like having him come back really he was supposed to go to hell because he set up a fault he red leader like created a there was a faulty girder in one of the (laughs) buildings which is what killed uh jake jake but it was was really meant meant for for peach pit yeah again again who cares (laughs) who cares who cares how convoluted and ridiculous a plan for the devil is he painted red or does he have high blood pressure? <laughs> Both. <laughs> also, he's a very ruddy man. Also, yes. And who's this actor? I don't even remember. But whoever's playing this devil or red leader is doing his best Criswell from Ed Wood. <laughs> a thousand percent. Yes. Friends. <laughs> uh, he is a British actor. Friends. There you go. Um, why does he have calipers in his pocket? Evil calipers? Because that's, I mean, everybody knows that uh, Red Leader has calipers. Oh, okay. Thank you. Get ready. Because just like we have the construction business on Earth, hell is rife with construction. <sighs> oh, always something. You know, you get to one end of hell and you finish. Uh, you finish paving. And then the other side's all full of potholes. You got to start over again. You know, hell is construction. <laughs> Guys, are we stuck in hell? Oh, it's possible. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I better say them prayers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> also, throughout this episode, once the portal to hell is open, the sounds of people getting whipped. Are just occasionally piped in. Yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever they needed to, like, w- you know, hey, fill... it's been silent for forty-five seconds as we wait for this episode to end. <laughs> we languish in agony with this audience. Do you think that it was piped in, or do you think they were just filming some sort of like, like fetish movie on the other side <laughs> of the thin wall, and it was just sounds that would filter through? Uh, they sounded too bored. Yeah. I need I th- more wet sounds, I guess. 
Wet. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there was a commercial for it was like the dinosaur experience or something at the Nova Showplace. And it's just a guy talking about, see the amazing dinosaurs, do this, do that, things for the kids. But every like three seconds in the spot, there would just be, <laughs> just a I, random I, dinosaur I'm sound. Almost positive, I remember the commercial you're talking. Yeah, about. but it was the exact same sound, just over and over <laughs> and over again. And it was so great. It was so kind of kind of like that dragon noise that we would hear in uh, in He Man. Yes. Like, all the time. <laughs> same yep. one. All right, so they they have a discussion now uh, because Red Leader wants Peach Pit to go down and be a boss in hell. Makes no sense. Nope. But sure. Okay. He would be a minion leader. Yeah, and he would be able then to come back to Earth to fuck shit up here as well. I he guess. He would be... Um, God, we're He'd be in charge of like... Was that 11 the, million? The, the World Bank or the SEC when he came back. But yeah, he would be in charge of... 11 million drones. Yeah. Ugh. Finally, he tell Peach Pit tells him, "Go back. I'm holding out for a better deal." But uh, before he goes, Red Leader makes the gun disappear. Yes. Then, for once, some reason, once he's gone, and there's a hell mouth straight up open in his office, mm -hmm. Peach Pit's like, "Well, back to work." Then well, wait, we missed the part where the devil spins that diamond. Oh yeah, what was and that then, about? And then you just oh, that was to play back that uh, Peach Pit is a bad guy. Oh, yeah. okay, it was yeah. like a it it was it was like an audio recorder diamond. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Stupid. So um, we'd have to ask Edith. Stupid. She'd know. <laughs> um, but that's where uh, you know he keeps talking about how he's going to reform, how he's not going to hell, and the devil's like, "No, nah, you going to hell." <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, bud. You 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 could go to hell just for what you did this morning. Yeah, <laughs> you out you displaced all those old ladies. Yeah, yeah. Like in the time that I've been in this room, you've done three things that will get you to hell that are yeah. hell worthy. <laughs> the devil leaves, and then he he's looking at this model on his desk of a building that he's going to build, the one that he displaced all the senior citizens for, and he's like, I could give him a free apartment. Yeah, I mean, granted, I kicked them out of their other one, but like, hey, and they kind of balance out, right? But sure. Yeah, they probably died in the cold, but. <laughs> and that's when <laughs> Mandy shows up again, walks in. Hey. She had just been to see her lawyer. Quick appointment. Quick yeah, lawyer yep, appointment. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, this is a busy afternoon. Right. Her, it, her lawyer is just a bag full of glue in the parking lot. <laughs> what should I do? Oh, go back in and kill him. Thanks, What's glue. The, what's this gun doing in my bag? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, lawyer. <laughs> Thank you, glue esquire. <laughs> glue esquire, attorney at law. It's just a bag. It says glue on it. <laughs> Stuck to the truth. Stick to the facts. I, I was having trouble being laid off. And, and hurt at work. And Glue Esquire told me climb a tree and fall out of it. Thanks, Glue Esquire. I was I had been injured in workman's comp injury. And I went and talked to a bag of glue. And it listened. Thanks, Glue Esquire. I was bit by a dog. So I called my girlfriend Glue Esquire. That dog's dead as shit now. <laughs> Thanks, Glue. What can Glue do for you? Um, once again, transmission from the dark side does not support Huffing Glue. Don't, 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, boy. She comes in like another cat on a hot tin roof. A kitten on a hot tin roof. And she says, I am a desperate woman. And nothing's crazier than desperate, Maddie. Nothing. And nothing's more desperate than crazy. <laughs> Why are you both looking at me? Hey, Maddie. Hey, Maddie. <laughs> hey, huff this bag of glue. It's a lawyer. <laughs> now tell it your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Just whisper your secrets into this bag of glue. You have. <laughs> It'll hold on to them forever. You have glue client privilege. <laughs> The bag of glue won't tell anyone your secrets because it's glue. <laughs> it's stuck to it forever. Glue can't actually talk. <laughs> the makers of transmissions from the dark side wish to once again repeat. <laughs> um, she comes in. She's distraught. She sees a gun. No, I think she heard. Oh, no, you're right. Now the gun she reappears. Did, she did, yeah. yeah, she she sees the gun, and that's when she just shoots him twice and says, I warned you. Mm-hmm. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, And she kicks him into the hole. Uh, Great kick. Yep. Yeah. And that's uh, that's when we hear the devil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Red Red leader. leader, um, Start going over their contract where it's like, hey, red leader. You no longer have to work on a contract with this chumpies in hell now. Yeah, now yeah. you get to tell him what the what the deal is. Yeah, Peach Pit's talking, saying, "I want a salary, stock option, something, something." Red Leader goes, "That's my boy." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down, "That's my boy too." Um, only I just wrote, "Ugh voices." That's my boy because, I mean, let's face it. He goes, he falls down the pit, and then it's just business, business, business credits. He really has a b-boy stance while she's <laughs> accusing, accusing him of doing. He's like, oh, what? Uh. Yeah, he does like that. He does a mean backspin into the yep. portal from hell. <laughs> He's hanging in a buffalo stance. What's was, looking good I today? Was, I was going to do that, but you... What's looking you good in every way? So Your money, man. Get fresh with me. Let's go to the writer's room. Can we fix this episode? I don't think so. This is... Mm. Uh, so, so okay, premise-wise, you've got a corrupt businessman that Satan wants to... Um, Satan wants him to come and run things in hell. So his partner's completely unnecessary. Correct. So do we, do we want to... Make it obvious that this is the devil from the beginning, or do we want that to be a reveal? I think it's the devil from the. Be- I think in this case, it's the devil from the beginning, because you're trying to get him to go to hell to run the business. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I could because see. it could also be a reveal sure. where the the this potential client keeps asking for more and more unethical things mm-hmm. and you see him just more and more willing to do these things and then in the end it's the reveal that yeah it is in fact the devil mm-hmm. and is he gonna say like yeah or is he gonna say no go pound sand right like i mean obviously he would have picked yes because he's a scumbag but you know that's that is, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. I'm just saying that that is something that could have been done is the gradual reveal that, yes, this is, in fact, you know, the devil. Mm-hmm. I think it's that. I think that would have worked. I th- I think a reveal that he... So keep the woman character, but make them in a relationship, and he's ending it, and he's taking everything from her. Could be. Yeah, yeah this is another one that just didn't have any stakes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because, like, so so what? He dies, and he goes to hell and becomes awesome in hell? Right. Who, yeah. who gives a shit? Like, if there were, if he was, like, he was making some deal with the devil, and the devil was, you know, instead of being tortured in hell, you can run things down here, but to do it, you have to kill your wife or something like that. Right, yeah. stakes. Yeah. Well, you the, have uh, to commit a, a sin that's bad yeah. enough. Well, that's that's like that episode uh, where the writer had to do increasingly bad things yes. to get ideas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, the guy with the goats and the stuff? The guy with the goats. Yeah. 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 
We've seen a lot of these guys. We yeah, really they are have. all running together in yeah. my brain. Yeah. I, I Well, they all have s- there's like four premises because that we're <laughs> operating on. Because the only other thing that you could do is kind of a Christmas carol Jacob Marley thing. Yeah. Well, so I actually wrote down this reminds me of Scrooge. Yeah. When the partner walks up out of the bottom and goes and pours himself a drink. That's exactly what William Forsythe yeah. does when he blows through the door in Scrooge. Yeah. And I would have liked I would have liked it to be an alternate take on on the Scrooge dynamic where he doesn't have a change of heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, cuz he he doesn't have a change of heart. It is, but yeah. He doesn't but there there wasn't any stakes. Yeah. Right. Um Rough app. Yeah, I mean he he, yeah, he had no a, ties to this world. Right. Yeah, he's ar- is like he's already doing great. Yeah, his his plan is be a total son of a bitch your entire life and repent on your deathbed. Like, eh, I'm not sure that's how that works, but you know, good luck with that. All right. Scale of one to ten VHS copies of construction site sound effects. What do you give this up? Three. 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 Ah, three almost seems high. But it wasn't as bad. I I didn't hate this one as much as I disliked last week's episode. See, I I disliked last week's less than this one. But you gave last week a four. Yeah, and that's why I gave this one a three. Uh, I'm giving this two and a half. Ooh. Wow. Eat shit this episode. Yeah. I'll you just liked both of these equally, then. Or uh, like last week, I gave two. Week? Oh, I thought you gave. I two gave and two half. to a. I gave two last week and three this week. All right, I gave two last week and two and a half this week, only because it had Joey Tata in it. He didn't and do a good job. No, it's just I like to look at him and be like, "Oh, there's there's Nat," hey. and I can think about other episodes of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Yeah, hey, look, it's Peach Pit. <laughs> yeah, look at Peach Pit. No, I get it. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter. If you like email, you can send us an email at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks to all of our new listeners. We always love hearing from them. Um, Got we some act- new uh, listeners on uh, Twitter, maybe. Yeah, we we well the other week we got a uh, a tweet just random into the ether from at CB Bruno, um, and he said that he had rapture stuck in his head <laughs> for the rest of the day. And then the gentleman, so nice and so kind, suggested to another person on Twitter that he should check out TFTDS Pod, and we. Rely on that pretty Thank much you a so much. thousand Thank percent. You a yes. percent. Yes. Because uh, this is as niche as it gets, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that seminal 80s horror anthology, Tales from the Crypt. No, no, the, no, other, the one. other lesser oh, one. Just yeah. wait until we do Freddy's Nightmares. Oh, guys. God. We're going we're gonna to lose a lot of people. Do we do, maybe this is something we, can, we should put out to. Uh, to you guys. Oh, well, I'm already correcting myself as I do it because I was, I was, boy. Our plan after we finish <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side yep. is to do monsters, monsters. Correct. Then Freddy's Nightmares. Yes. Possibly there's some debate about whether or not we're going to be watching Friday the 13th, the series. I, I'm, a, I'm a hard pass on that. Yeah, I, I would much rather go with Tales from the Crypt. Okay, but here's the thing. Um, what's his face is going to be doing a Tales from the Crypt podcast. Correct. Um, There's already a couple Tales from. Oh, the Oh, are Crypt. there? Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's all right. Mm. I mean, but I, I mean, Tales from the Crypt is a niche. Yeah. Unto itself, like. And we'll bring our own fresh takes. That'll and, also and be in fuck a long jokes. time. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would love to do Dark Gallery. Night Gallery. Night Gallery. That one too. Yep. <laughs> Dark Shadows? Uh, dark Shadows. No, I would like to do Night Gallery. And then the Dark Room, maybe, if we can find it. Or the, mm. there's another one that made it one seri- one season. Yeah, the dark from, room. That's the Dark Room. You're yeah, right. that's, that's the one that James, or not James Broland. Um, I'm blanking on the guy's name. He was one of the pallbearers for Bruce Lee. Fuck, what's the guy's name? James Coburn. Um, James Coburn did the um, intro for yes. it, and it like it it's, looks like someone's yeah. chasing you through the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. If, we can, then, f- uh, if we can actually find that, 
And then we become a phantasm-only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did I tell you guys about my idea for if I ever do um, our good friends, uh, My Neighbors Are Dead podcast again? No. Uh, I want to... Phantasm? No, no, no. Oh, I okay. want to be uh, Butterball from Hellraiser <laughs> <laughs> and use the uh, Pitfall Harry voice. <laughs> Pinhead takes all of my great lines. <laughs> I'll swallow your soul. I said that first. Why do you think I'm this big? I regret to inform you. You did not. You solved the puzzle and you did not live. Is there anything else? I, uh, I Well, you know what? Thank you guys so much for doing this with me. Oh, no problem. You, I, I um, like seeing other people lose their mind for a yeah. change. I'm so glad that we get to do it's this. It's always a delight. I'm so happy that it's it's happening. Yeah. I cannot believe how far we are into I this. Am, yeah. I am astounded because I didn't even start with you guys. I didn't even come in until what, the end of first end of first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it? you were like the last two episodes of this uh, the first season. Yeah, because I was part of the first transmissionies. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you were. And I and was you in, were like, I think I, I was didn't in a watch bunch. Any of yeah, I, I watched a couple episodes, and that was I think three episodes before I was. Yeah. On this the isn't a show you quote unquote have to watch. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you can kind of just into it based on the name. <laughs> If you're brave. Yeah, anyway, yeah, like us. Guys, try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.